there's... There's gotta be something we can do. He's too far gone. Even for Stasis Lock. Well thought, my friend. You saved the valley. You saved the lives of those who live here. And of those who are still to come. And then... There is nothing to regret. Like I said, you're just a blasted slag spouting Saurian, but... Uh, but it's nice to know where you stand. Upwind of you for preference, Herman. Tell my tale to those who ask. Tell it truly. The ill deeds, along with the good. And let me be judged accordingly. The rest... is silence. Good evening, and welcome back to Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Beast Wars ever in production order, starting from the beginning. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, NeoCal. And this week on Too Much Energon, we are reviewing the ninth episode of Season 2 of Beast Wars, Code of Hero. It is a episode that needs no introduction, uh, as being widely regarded as one of the greatest episodes of, well, Transformers media in general. Um, and because this is such a important episode, we actually have a couple of guests on the podcast this week. Uh, our first guest is uh, from Dork Tales, Kelly Clark. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. And we also have, uh, making her triumphant return to Too Much Energon, from the Stasis Lock podcast, Candice Santora. Woo! Hey guys, thanks for having me back. I can't believe yeah. you fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> I tricked them long enough to invite me back. Are <laughs> uh, you... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, uh, don't be modest. You're doing us a favor here, and uh, we, we really appreciate it. <laughs> Kelly, this is Candace. Candace, this is Kelly. Hey, Candace, how's it going? Great, how are Hi. you? I, you know what? I'm really excited. This is my, I have only been able to sucker them into letting me on once now, so uh, I, I'm going to oh. have to learn some tricks from you. <laughs> oh, come some on, guys. tricks. <laughs> if, um, it makes you, if it makes you feel any better, Kelly, you were the first person I asked. I know, but you wanted to save me for this one, and I'm really honored because I haven't seen this episode in like 20 years. I used to watch this every morning before school, and like I was watching this, and it just flooded back. Oh, were were you in the U.S. at the time? Oh hell yeah, man! I'm 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 American. Ah, oh, right. I, I always right. That I, mo I moved, moved up to Canada for school, and I didn't. When you're an adult, right? Or yeah. a little bit older, yeah. Well, uh, Candace, <laughs> I'm never an adult. You have a fellow. <laughs> Uh, Candace, you have a fellow American on, uh, Ooh. on the show now. I don't feel so lonely. I know, right? Where are you from? I still do. Uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, hey, I actually, I grew up in Pennsylvania for a little bit, uh, before oh, moving to Missouri. Yeah, 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 South Fayette, over <laughs> by, uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. I was, I'm on the other side. Oh, you're over by Philly? We'll, we'll talk about yeah, that later, yeah. we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I brought that up is because you were like, I watched it in the morning, and I was like, hold up. 
I, I swear that's when Candace used to watch it, and it was not on in the morning where I was. It was, from. It was on at like six thirty in the morning or something like that. What? Six thirty yeah. or seven. It was, and then yeah. like the bus, the bus was at seven fifteen or seven thirty or something like yes. that. It was awful, <laughs> Holy cow. dude. It was the yeah, only thing either. that got me up in the morning. That's right. Cool. <laughs> that and yeah. like occasionally some Bobby's World if I woke up early, you know. Oh my it. gosh, Bobby's World. Yeah, that's the next podcast they're gonna do. <laughs> Kelly co-host Bobby's Stay World. Tuned. No, no. <laughs> no. You can probably no, no. get Howie Mandel though. He's not doing anything right now. Ooh, I'm sure he's doing some kind of reality show that no one watches. Oh, well, Howie's while we're World. taking shots at him, and no, no, uh, this so, is how you get Howie Mandel on your podcast right now. Fuck, just rip him. <laughs> just gotta, we just gotta piss him off enough that he is like, "All right, I'm gonna give those fuckers the old what for." That's kind of what his personality's like. Right. Kind of does shit like that. Yeah, crazy. Uh, so before we jump into the actual episode, I have a confession to make. Uh oh, I have not seen this episode until a couple days ago. <sighs> Ooh. Oh wow! I missed this when I was a kid. Like I, I didn't catch every episode. So were you confused right, right. in the next season? Yes. And I bar- <laughs> and as such, I barely caught the next season. What right? is Because I missed about? one episode. I missed two. I missed three, and then I barely saw season three. What time was it on in Canada? Was it afternoons or? Uh, evenings. It was uh, Beasties, evening. as it was known. Oh, here. yeah, I saw that on my wiki did today, and I was like, "What the hell, Beasties?" <laughs> oh, yeah, Kelly, uh, did you know it was Beasties here? No, that sounds like that sounds like like a special back room at a furry convention. <laughs> it doesn't oh. sound great nowadays. In the oh, '90s, man. it was innocent and pure. <laughs> it was when you know when I was 11 and hearing the uh, the like Beast Wars like intro announcer guy being all like Beasties. It was pretty dope at it the was time. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, Beasties was on on YTV uh, four nights a week at seven p.m. Hmm. It was on. It was on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. I think it was on at seven p.m. and then uh, Reboot was on at seven thirty. Yeah, I was one of those kids that like rode bikes and threw pine cones at other kids, so I, <laughs> I don't have any good reason for missing it. Well, Truly, yeah, I... that's, that, that would have collided with my dad was obsessed with Seinfeld, so I'm kind of glad Beast Wars was on in the mornings here because that was kids TV time. We got to watch what we wanted to watch in TV, but you know, later on night, what? nope, that was dad's turn. So no, it, just, it, turned, it, it turned like, what's the deal with Energon? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. What do they want? Fantastic. And now um, Dinobot, Dinobot's a maximal now? Oh, Make up no. your mind! Make up your mind! <laughs> okay. Uh, why, why does Energon make them short out anyway? God. I thought they what? needed Energon for power. Am I right? <laughs> It's so well, confusing. Man, Kelly, Kelly would love us how we complain about the Energon like <laughs> like contradictions on this show. It's no, it's all flawless. It's flawless. They know oh, exactly what they're doing. They're not writing. making they're not making up on the fly at all. Every I episode so- ten out of ten. 
<laughs> the animation's an 11 out of 10. Speaking of making things on the fly, um, Kelly, this is your first hmm. time on Too Much Energon. Like I already said, oh, before we do this, before we get in the episode, I want to quickly mention that you are accustomed to making things on the fly, yes? It is true. I am a professional bullshitter, um, also known as a professional uh, dungeon master or games master uh, on my channel, Dork Tales, uh, where we do uh, improvisational role playing and things like that. Uh, you know, like we're kind of you know, we're kind of a big deal, kind of like uh, those those critical. What are they called? Critical rally, critical, ro- critical rally, something like that. I don't know. And like the 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 adventure dome. I forget the other guys, but like yeah, we're we're kind of up there. We're 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 big. Critical um, trolls. Critical <laughs> trolls. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Bucks. That's that's probably critical a Reddit subreddit. Wait a cycle. That's, you know what? I'm writing that idea. down because I'm gonna Can parody, you write that parody. down. <laughs> critical trolls. It's done. Uh, yes, yes, Mister Neocal. I've got it down right here. <laughs> uh. What you could do one called Critical Roll. <gasps> hey, if you want Uh-oh. me to do a, a branch off when you're not running a certain game and it's called Critical Troll, Critical Roll. But yeah, no, so uh, making stuff up on the fly is basically the job of an improvisational storyteller, which is the fancy way of saying dungeon master, uh, which is the, the fun way of saying professional bullshitter. <laughs> yeah. Nerd. And you built it up. Well, you you built it up <laughs> yourself, and I I actually think you've you've done pretty well for yourself. We're, like, we're doing that's, okay. That's rad, man. We're getting bigger, and uh, we're actually doing a uh, a bunch of charity work recently, and we're doing one for uh, uh, for Weva, which is um, uh, it's uh, Vancouver um, Sexual Assault Relief Center. Uh, so we're trying to raise oh. about a grand for them this weekend. So if you guys are available, come by, check it out. It's going to be fun. We're we're running like a Dungeon World game where everybody's an animal, and uh, oh. like, oh. and it's an Indiana Jones thing. But everybody's like like an ant. I I'm not running it. My my friend uh, Bunny Hearted is. Uh, but uh, it, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. It's for a really good cause. Is it is it fair to say that these animals are in beast mode? Oh, they're they're beasties, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> Kelly, if you're unaware um, of Candace's work and uh, you're familiar with Beasties, um, let me tell you, she has an Instagram full of uh, full of art. Art of the beast variety. Ooh. It's silly. It's, it's silly. It's whimsical. It's whimsical amazing. and amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna, where can I find you on Instagram? It's, uh, I believe it's uh, at candice. Little period in a little dot, Santora. Okay. Like that. Santora. <laughs> yeah, I should know, right? And I'll put I'll put links to all of your guys' stuff in the uh, the show notes for the episode. Yay. You just got yourself a follower. Bing. Boom. So animals. This animal. There's some new animals in this episode. Kind of monkeyish. Yeah, um, uh, real quick, uh, this episode originally aired on March 9th, 1998, and this episode was directed by Bob Forward, who is one of the two showrunners, and was written by Ian Weir. Uh, this is the third and final episode that was written by Ian Weir. Ian Weir also wrote uh, season one episodes Dark Design, which is the evil Rhinox episode. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best episodes mm-hmm. of season one, in my opinion. And he also wrote Possession, the uh, Starscream episode, which is also so one of the best episodes. episodes. Yeah. 
one of the another one of the best episodes of season one. So this Ian Weir guy, like he's three for three. Did you find out why this was still his last one? Like, was no he doing other stuff or no? I looked him up recently because I was actually thinking about uh, reaching out to him to see if I could maybe uh, get an interview with him. You and should, uh, right? uh, he's actually to do. he he's actually a pretty prolific, uh, uh, primarily like playwright, and he's based in BC as well. Um, but he's primarily primarily a playwright. Awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Today this I learned. Dr. Ian Weir? Uh, no, that's a radiologist. Never mind. My bad. <laughs> hey, it could be the same guy. Well, yeah, I thought it might be, he might have like a doctor of arts or something like that, right? Right, right. Well, he deserves one because I, I dig this episode a lot. Yeah, a lot of people do. So Christopher, I think it kind of starts in some like valley and for the first time on the entire show, it shows us some like dumbass looking ape creature. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys can swear on this show by the way. <laughs> Unless you, uh, you but you don't have to. <laughs> well, thank you for that. <laughs> no, I'm not making you. We got the we got the one F bomb we're allowed to drop to make make this uh, PG-13. Yeah, only oh, one. Right. Only one. Save yeah, it. One. You Favorite. Gotta, you got to save it for the right place. Um, plenty, of, plenty of cursing on this show. God. All I could, when I was watching the episode, all I could think was that meme, like, uh, re- like what is it? Return to monkey or evolved crab? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. For your body's ultimate forms. And these monkeys were so bad. They were so... Also, didn't they kill all but... Well, are we allowed to talk about the episode and like what happens in the episode so far? Or, or is it getting ahead of where we are? We never try to talk too much ahead, right? But mentioning okay. it's fine. <laughs> but because well, um, there's only one monkey left at the end. I yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's like it's and that and that one, you know, with his newfound Thor hammer made the entire race. <laughs> it's just the proto Hemsworth. Hey, maybe they were just spread out a little bit, and they, and they got back. You know. The groups yeah. came back, tried. You know, yeah. Megatron's a pretty bad at his job, so that makes sense. <laughs> well, well, maybe uh, uh, Proto Neanderthalus with uh, with his badass uh, axe hammer, maybe that gave him the confidence he needed to like venture out into the wild and uh, become a total badass and uh, oh, fuck mad bitches in various different tribes. <laughs> I, I think well, he just yeah. That yeah, well, um, what uh, he was proto shaft like that's yeah, <laughs> shaft. Buka, buka. Shut your mouth. But I'm just talking about proto shaft. Yeah, just proto shaft. <laughs> ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> um, well, early there there were um lots of species of like proto humans that um interbred with each other like. Homo sapiens interbred with like Neanderthal, apparently. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you might not be wrong. Maybe he he did go off and spread his wild oats. Hey, I, I studied that snake. <laughs> hey, I studied anthropology for two years. Nice. Oh well, there you go. So, so you already know. So you're the expert <laughs> on on this episode, then. I, I'm the closest thing to an expert. Yes. 
I I will I I will uh I I will wear that that title like a badge of honor. The closest thing to a Beast Wars expert as <laughs> as we can get. Well, I think I think Christopher is a Beast Wars expert. Like he's the closest thing we have to an anthropologist. But like a yeah. Beast Wars expert, Fair. absolutely. Fair, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, Beasties expert. Beasties, yeah. Actually, Beasties. I think Candace is probably more the uh, the Beast yeah. Wars expert. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah she is. She's the, she's the Beast Wars yeah. expert. Oh, sorry, she's the Beast <laughs> Wars expert. <laughs> Beast yeah. Wars. Christopher's yeah, right. the Beasties expert. Fair. <laughs> it's a schism in in the religion, basically. It's <laughs> yeah. Schism. Are you and a devout Canadian Beastie? show? God. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Transformers Degrassi. So oh one one thing I want to touch on, um, other than the monkey getting eaten by the snake at the beginning of the episode. Uh, sorry, apes, apes. I was the gonna say they're, the, they're not monkeys. The snake. They don't. Um, <laughs> is there a Sapuku scene with Dinobot at the beginning? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. That yes, that is but... what I wrote down. I literally wrote my notes because I because I'm a nerdy historian. I wrote samurai suicide. What? <laughs> that that is Dinobot. Yeah. Like See, he, uh, he's contemplating seppuku at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So we we cut to Dinobot in the Axelon, and he is like he has his drill rapier, and he he's on his knees, like just ready to commit seppuku, and like. He looks outside and like even sees like three ravens flying in the sky. Oh, and the sun is the golden disc. Yeah, I just I didn't notice that. Man, this episode's so poetic. I mean, Wait, are ravens by... like the bringers of death? Yes. Do you notice on his wall he has like his clones' skin? Oh my god! Draped on the wall. <laughs> I swear he skinned. He skinned Dino Clone. Yeah, I don't. It's Wait. what it looks like. Well, he did eat him. Remember? Wow. Sure, wait, is, does the Dino Clone come in? I thought that was next season. <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> earlier. Yeah. <laughs> the Beast Wars wiki is so good. By the way, I was looking through it, and they literally are like, and then Megatron made a clone out of him because he's a dick like that. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I want Wikipedia to be written like this. Damn it! All of Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I confession. I was watching this episode earlier because I didn't know how we were going to do this. So I just wanted to have it fresh in my head. And that's all I kept saying to Megatron was, what a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a jerk. He is a jerk. So, yeah. uh, Di- so, so Dinobot uh, decides not to go through with it and throws his drill rapier away in anger. And then we... Uh, from there, we cut to the the bridge of the Axelon, and Transmetal Optimus comes up the elevator platform, and uh, Rhinox is all like, "Hey, so you remember that big quantum surge, the transwarp <laughs> explosion?" And Optimus kind of just like raises an eyebrow, and Rhinox is like, "Okay, stupid question." Uh, uh, so the long and short of it is uh, Rhinox basically is like, so that quantum surge is traveling uh, through space and time and it's going to reach Cybertron and they're going to uh, pick up on it and know how to find us. Hallelujah. Yay. How about that shit? Yeah. That's a, that's a game changer. So mm-hmm. they're going to find them in the future. Huge. 
Is this going to be like a bender thing? Like where he where they just power down for 10,000 years? And I, well, if you, if you remember in the, uh, the original, uh, uh, Transformers generation one, uh, three part mini series, uh, they crash land on earth and just lay in stasis lock for, that's what I thought. Years. Like they did that forever. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they just chilled. So are there guys already? Because th- is this Earth that they're on in the end? Does it turn out to be Earth? This I can't is remember. Planet Energon. My this friend. is the it's <laughs> so the joke <laughs> there. So they call it Planet Energon, and this is the first step. I mean, it's obvious to the viewer, especially if you're an adult, that it's yeah. it's freaking Earth, right? But this is the first episode where they acknowledge that it's Earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say because the. Well, yeah. no, they, uh, uh, Dinobot and uh, Waspinator both came to the conclusion early on this season that it was the Earth. two smartest Transformers. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was wrong. It was Earth all along. Anyway, sorry. Also, why does Optimus Prime, pardon me, what is, what is Optimus Primal have sharp teeth while Megatron has Thank blunt you. teeth? Thank you. Thank you. I hate it. I hate I, it. I'm in the last scene where Megatron's like, like, I almost made it. I almost did it. And he's got like flat teeth. And I'm like, what the hell, man? I don't get this. <laughs> Christopher and I don't like that Optimus Primal has sharp teeth either. He shouldn't have no, sharp teeth. I, I also no, don't like should. that you can you can see one like uh, one of their brains. It's weird. <laughs> Are you talking about Rat Trap? <laughs> yeah, I've got Rat Trap frozen on my screen right now. And he looks like it's either his brain or a freaking walnut. I'm not sure. Hey, it's his brain <laughs> helmet. Give him a break. His it's his thinking is. cap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Next idea to draw a red trap with a walnut on his head. Like, Do it. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of adorable. <laughs> uh, so there's a... So anybody familiar with the, the show more, um, Candace, you, do you enjoy Rat Trap and Dinobots like butting heads? Like their little back oh my and gosh, forth? All the time. All the time, yes. Isn't it Every stressful scene. when it's actually serious, though? Like when they, it's actually like a, a feel bad rather than just a, a little bit. A yeah, yeah. That's what happens here in this scene yep. in the hallway. Yes, like but I heads. love that scene. It's, it's a good written scene. so well. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, a little, it's a little touchy at first. It's yeah, it's a little, it's a little touchy. Yeah. Well, like, what does he say? He's like, oh, if it isn't the if it isn't um, Dinobot or something like that. And uh, their exchange is Dinobot's like, the base remains infested with vermin, I see. <laughs> and he like does that bro shoulder shove as he walks <laughs> by. Yeah. It's like, whoa. I, I, when I left high school, I wanted it to stay there. But um, he, he, he gets a, like, a quip that kind of shakes him to his core. He's like, it's funny. You know, not much changes around here. Uh, except maybe the occasional allegiance. Yeah. And I'm like, find any oh. golden discs lately? <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah. Right? And, uh, yeah. And rat traps. Like you know, I used to think I had you figured out. You know, you were a scaly scum sucking. Sorry, butt or whatever. <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah, well, sorry. And there's that word, sorry, again. Yeah. It's the second time we've heard that word this yeah, season. It's a uh, lizard descent. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, he's like. But at least uh, I. I. You, I always knew where you stand. Hmm. Yeah. 
So it's a good scene. Um, yeah, he says, I guess we live and learn and kind of like fixes up his repairs on whatever he was doing and walks away. And <laughs> Dinobot, has, Dinobot has an introspective like moment as the lighting changes on him. And he's like, the rodent's words give off the stench of truth. <laughs> the stench of truth sounds like the name of like a death metal album. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because there is actually a death metal album named uh, The Stench of Redemption. I think it's by death. Rad. Nice. <laughs> Destiny has one great test in store for us all. Has mine already come? He's so poetic in this episode. Yes. Because he's normally not quite as poetic, right? Well, depends on the episode. We, he has we a have lot. an ongoing <laughs> joke. Yeah. Also, <laughs> when he's by himself in and in the rain, he recites Shakespeare and poetry. But when he's around other people, he just acts like a an angry jock. <laughs> so I I gotta ask. So as soon as he runs off, for one, a die like a raptor with a with a laser pistol is great image. I think Thank we need more you. of that. Because <laughs> I so I was watching it and I was like, interestingly, yeah. uh, interestingly enough, this is Rat Trap's pistol that he's carrying. Yep. Yep. Is it? It is. Yeah. Huh. So it is. That. But yeah, so Chris. How do you get it. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. So they actually keep a munitions storage in the ship that we've seen. Oh, okay. There's one episode, I think it's Coming of the Fusors or something like that, where Dinobot like gears up. He's got like bullet, like belt oh, yeah. hung across him. He's got this gigantic like rifle that he like cocks, like an under and over. So, but one thing that we haven't seen, and Christopher and I have actually mentioned this, we're like, how come the the people with um. Sorry, the uh, people, the uh, the Maximals <laughs> or the Predacons, when they're in their beast modes, if they have like, say, Scorponok, rest in, rest his soul, he can't use uh, someone else's gun because he still has pincers, right? But yeah, Optimus, yeah. why can't that guy like hold a gat? Yeah, like his hands are the same in both forms. Yeah, that that that's why we're here today. We got these opposable thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because Optimus Primal knew how to load a gat. So it is kind of funny seeing like Dinobot in his raptor form, like cock a gun and just like sprint off into the distance. Like Velociraptors <laughs> are already dangerous. How much more dangerous <laughs> could they be if you give them a gun? Clever girl. Bam. <laughs> yes. There would have been uh, a much different episode uh movie for Jurassic Park if they uh, it would have just been an episode. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it would have been like a little 30 minute like we spared no expense. We gave them revolvers. <laughs> <laughs> ah! That, well, that actually remind that reminds me uh Kelly you you mentioned earlier about the Beast Wars wiki and like the way that it's written. Uh so, the Transformers wiki uh tfwiki.net is written mm -hmm. in a similarly like tongue in cheek manner that I find absolutely hysterical. And one of the best examples of it is that uh, on the, the wiki page for uh, Dinobot, the various toys of Dinobot over the years, when it's talking about the, the latest one that's coming out, the War for Cybertron Kingdom Dinobot figure, uh, it says something along the lines of, 
uh, his form has been updated to more closely resemble a realistic velociraptor. <laughs> and the word realistic velociraptor is a hyperlink that when you hover over it, takes you to the Wikipedia page for Jurassic Park. <laughs> I, I love that. Da, 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 da. Right. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is, the joke about that is the velociraptors in Jurassic Park aren't actually velociraptors. No, they're because um, like an actual velociraptor of that type is like like what a large chicken, like a, or like a dog maybe. Like it's like, if it's it's like three up. feet tall, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, very very small. Dog size. So, yeah. So small, much rage. Very clever. Very clever. Clever girl. Yes. <laughs> So the in the scene that uh, follows, um, for some god, like crazy re- reason, Cheetor decides he's going to fight Megatron and Rampage by himself. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> in what world does he win that scenario? In this crab one? leg, crab leg, Spoiler, in this one, all you can eat. Oh, oh he wins it, does he? <laughs> I, you know, he gets the he gets the moral victory. I yeah I yeah that's true. That's true. That does not, I, I he's expecting to, to use the cheat code of hero. <laughs> up up down down left right. <laughs> well, he he certainly uh, tries. Okay, why does... <laughs> Okay, hold on. I'm gonna pull up the cast list because I this is the only episode of Beast Wars I've watched in 20 years, so I need to remind myself of everyone's name. But like <sighs> what when did Cheetor get like butt rockets? Ah, uh, okay, so. And why doesn't he use them later in the episode? So the did have you noticed that Cheetor and Rat Trap and maybe Optimus Primal kind of look a little different? Than season yeah, one. Yeah, they're trans metal or something? They're trans metals. Yeah. And speaking of Energon bullshit, which is what we were talking about in <laughs> the beginning of this recording, um, in their trans metal form, not only are they more powerful, more resistant to damage, etc., um, they're they can stay in that form indefinitely. They they don't um get energon uh buildup in that form. Hmm. And on the episodes where it revealed the transmetals, I endlessly complained that they looked bad and they look like toys instead of Beast Wars. <laughs> oh, and, I wonder why. And, it, and indeed, their, uh, their their forms in the show are completely toy accurate. Yeah, the, so, the transmetals, uh, season one, not their season one forms, not even slightly. I want a realistic <laughs> Velociraptor. God damn it. <laughs> Well, especially with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to believe. <laughs> I love that he cocks the gun. I just. Yeah, they went hardcore. Was that in the Canadian version or did they edit that out like they edited out the wars? Well, keep in mind the the title and the intro was uh, different. It was called Beasties. Yeah. In the show, they still say Beast Wars. So other than the intro, the episodes are the same. Was that really confusing? No, like, not really. You just you just figured it was some some American bullshit. Uh, as a well, kid, the, I just the, thought that the the war was called the Beast Wars, and the show was called Beasties. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, and the the toys were were still called uh, Beast Wars 
up here. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't really think anything of it. Plus, I was also 11 when this show was on, so, like, yeah. I, I, I kind of, I don't know, like, I kind of guessed that it was some kind of censorship thing. Because, like, I, I knew the show was called Beast Wars in the States, even at that time. So mm. I'm like, I'm like, oh, it must just have been called Beasties in Canada because you can't have war in the title. And it turns out I was correct. Yeah, mm. and um, the same, um, the same team, Mainframe Entertainment, that did reboot and Beast Wars, they went on to do um, War Planets, but here in Canada Planeties? it was <laughs> Planeties. <laughs> um, here in Canada it was called. Um, uh, oh, geez. Shadow Raiders. Shadow, Shadow Raiders, yeah. I think I've heard of Shadow Raiders, actually. I don't think I've heard of the other title. Yeah. Shadow Raiders sounds cooler, in my opinion, than War Planets, but... Even though it War... says absolutely nothing about the show at all. <laughs> War Planets sounds like, like a way to market, like, I don't know, like a marbles game or something like that, or like, yeah, well, no, War use your War Planet and roll them against each other for maximum damage. I got him, Dad! Are you winning, son? <laughs> Somebody's better run for these commercials. I, well, it, serious, and, I, I'm an '80s kid. I this is my lifeblood. Well, and indeed, uh, War Planets was uh, the name of the toy line that the show was based on. Did they did they light up or have a spin function? I I don't know. I never played with them. Possibly. I was our, by the time that show was on, I wasn't even like playing with toys anymore. And now that you're that. in your thirties, and now that I'm in my to come back to it, <laughs> and now that I'm in my thirties, I've like spent probably like two hundred dollars on Transformers in the past like Whee! week. Also, real quick, if if you guys ever do Spider-Man the new animated series, because they're also mainframe, I am a million percent with you, like from the from the ground up. By the way, because that oh, actually, you you hit me up. Oh, okay. Because I am, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I'll I'll remember that Spider-Man. Spider-Man, hey, you Spider-Man, you Spider-Man. Pizza Supi time. Supida-Man. Supida-Man. <laughs> Let me just get my mecha and my <laughs> car and my gun because he used a he machine a gun. gun. Sometimes, Catch yeah, the Japanese on. one. Wow. I love that they brought that over in the the Spider Verse comics. Actually, they they combined all the worlds, including the one where he has like a giant mech, and it's the Japanese Spider Man. Oh, so, Peter I, Parker. I did not know that. Is his name still Peter Parker? No, it's um Christopher. You know what it is, right? It's like uh, no, I no, I don't know. I I don't know either. We'll we'll check it out after when we do our uh, Supida Man podcast. Takuya Yamashiro. <laughs> There we go. Wow. Takuya Yamashiro. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a spider alien that he gets. He's a motocross racer. Oh. Well, that's this, wild. That's wild. We'll come back. I'm going to close this. We're going to come back to this. Yeah. Some other <laughs> yeah, <day>. yeah. <laughs> so uh, where were we? I think we were at like Cheetor tangoing with, with Megatron and Rampage. Yeah, Cheetor and... Cheetor is exchanging fire from the air with uh, Megatron and Rampage, and he's not doing so great. And calls uh, for backup. You know, yeah. Dinobot shows up and throws oh. Rat Trap's gun in the air, and then transforms and then catches it. That was pretty badass. <laughs> Unnecessary, but badass. Yeah. 
totally necessary is what you meant. Oh yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a scene um with Tarantulas. Um he's a creepy bastard. I'm just gonna TL VR <laughs> that he, he sees he caught an antelope or a deer. Yeah. One of his webs. And he goes to go get him. Ha ha, it was a Dinobot trap. Fuck you, Tarantulas, you creepy <laughs> bastard. Uh oh, there's our F bomb. <laughs> What? Watch your fucking mouth! <laughs> God damn it! Uh, I I kind of like this trap. He like comes out of the ground, and like grabs Tarantulas by. I the know, like throat. fist first. Like it's it's pretty Ooh. badass. <laughs> he just like grabs Tarantulas by the throat, and uh, yeah, he put he holds Tarantulas at, at gunpoint and is basically like. Uh, uh, I need to know what's on the the golden disc. And Tarantulas is like, I don't know. And Dinobot's like, I don't believe you. So he shoots him. And Tarantulas <laughs> is like, No, I really don't know. Only Megatron knows. And there are no more copies. <laughs> and Dinobot's like, Well, then I will go to Megatron. And Tarantulas laughs and is like, Ha ha, he's miles away. <laughs> And uh, Dinobot just smiles, and we cut away to uh, to uh, Tarantulas in uh, uh, back in beast mode with his like motorcycle wheels out, and Dinobot is riding him. <laughs> what a joy! <laughs> and he says something like, "I'll make you pay for this," or something like that. Yeah, for this so humiliation. He's, like, he's sitting on him, crisscross applesauce, right? Like, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, we we've joked in uh, recent episodes because um, uh, Dinobot likes to do this with Rat Trap a lot, and yeah. we, we we've joked that it's like a grown man riding a Power Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, particularly Rat Trap because he's a third of the size of Dinobot. Yeah, I was yeah, one so of the Power Wheels. My stupid rich cousins had power wheels broke them in like I, a couple months seriously like i want one like even today i've got a real car oh, and i want no. one. oh me too fair fair have you have you seen like the clips of like kids drifting in them now it's so dope yeah tokyo drifting around corners and pulling 360s and stuff yeah doon 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 and what definitely not hurting each other okay can can is any, can anybody else just just agree with me on this that the the mountain is a penis? <laughs> like, like if you look at it, is literally just just like I know I'm allowed to. You said I could swear, so it is a yep. cock and balls, like right there. It is just like I was looking at them, like really, is it? That's I... a penis. At least the first <laughs> image of it that they show, and they're like, oh yes, this will do nicely. <laughs> like, okay, it's I, just I only... my size. Cheers. <laughs> Megatron would be a size queen, yeah. I wouldn't expect anything else. (laughs) Seriously, like the image of him like holding up the picture, it looks like it looks like a like a down facing like like selfie that you'd send on Tinder or something. (laughs) Like, sorry, (laughs) parts that are edited out of this episode for a hundred. Well, anything looks like a wiener if you try hard (laughs) enough. Yeah, I, I I don't. I, I guess I can kind of see it, but kind of. 
it's not not really. I it's Kelly's job to see these things. <laughs> it's like I am a I'm a dick scientist. Oh, never mind. It's uh in my I'm watching the episode right now. That that has just been uh that's been it's been neutered. Uh oh. Oh <laughs> poor mountain. Oh, so, poor mountain. To, to to summarize that little scene that that uh that Sorry, Kelly's talking sorry. about. No, no, it's fine because like we we want to get to the the good parts of the show. Uh, in past episode, we've talked about how Megatron, the psychopath that he is, um, tortures and keeps Rampage under his his thumb. He literally has his spark in a vice, an energon yeah. vice. Under my thumb, yeah, like a song. Does. <laughs> It's unfortunate so for rampage it it's very evil it's one of the more evil things he's he's done and uh yeah he gets uh rampage to blow up the the penis mountain and <laughs> yeah so like, christopher can you mention the disc uh, it plays video now yeah yes. so so megatron pulls out the golden disc and like the tip of his uh dick laser changes to a uh <laughs> oh now well i guess anything if you draw it hard enough um, <laughs> his his like laser tail thing it like flops around like a dick I don't like it <laughs> I like how we it's rip not... Kelly for calling the mountain dick shape but for the last like six, seven, eight, nine episodes Christopher's like called Megatron's arm a floppy dick <laughs> <laughs> this cannot be unseen <laughs> a 3.5 inch floppy dick Candace I'm sorry it's it's is your this dick is segmented to too? Because that's, <laughs> that's opposable. Also, watching this episode, I was like, like I said, like I said before the episode, I when I was growing up, I always thought like I used to like practice voice acting stuff and be like, like oh, I want to sound like Megatron, right? I want to be yeah, I did, I did that too, right? And because he was the, he had the best voice, but listening to it now, David K's voice is much higher pitched than I'm used to. Like for years, I've been going like yes. Hmm. And in actuality, he sounds like Stan Smith from American Dad. Like he sounds like Seth MacFarlane almost in this. And, I, can I mean, see that <laughs> I can right? see that. Good morning, Energon. <laughs> Good morning, Energon. <laughs> yeah. The thing oh. is, is when you when you heard this, when you heard his voice as a kid, any yeah, like any grown ass man's voice is going to sound deep. It's true. It's true. Fair. That's a good point. Much yeah, like your fourteen-year-old like, you know, cousin who just hit puberty sounds like he has like a smooth yes, jazz voice. Good. <laughs> oh yeah, time to go kick Megatron's ass. <laughs> time to get time to get pecs like Optimus Primal, or juiced up Terrorosaur. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So so Megatron, the 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 tip of his dick laser turns into a discman, and he inserts the um, the golden disc into it. And uh, the golden disc, apparently, despite being a phonographic record, uh-huh. uh huh, literally the sounds of the Earth from the uh, like Voyager space satellite thingy. Yeah, space the probe. probe. Yeah. Probe, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, despite it being a phonographic record, uh, it apparently uh, plays video now. It's a laser disc. Yeah, that's exactly how laser discs they're, work. They're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what? Megatron's got like a giant, a giant floppy CD. The word is you're looking. The word you're looking for is prehensile. 
Oh, sorry. Pre, he's got a prehensile <laughs> wiener uh, that plays. You know what he is? He's a hipster. Oh my god, like, that's too. all he is. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's just got like a lo-fi arm. Like it's not a big deal. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a record player slash laser disc reader. It's got a little needle that comes down. <laughs> you've never heard the sounds of the earth till you've heard them on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what's the purpose now, of the scene? And now, Rampage, we will listen to John Lennon's Imagine together. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Imagine all the people. If they didn't exist. <laughs> Fuck. Imagine all the people. Except there won't be any people after this afternoon. No. Nope. You'll have to imagine them. Yeah. So, mm. Someone, someone pitched this to David K. Let's make this happen. Right? Oh. <laughs> I, you know, I'd, we, I'd pay for that. I think that with like modern computing power and like rendering, you could probably like remake Beast Wars with like just like a like a thousand dollar laptop now, right? Because like, there's a lot of ray tracing going on here. Hmm. Oh, but they render they don't render it in real time. That's true. Yeah. Actually, oh. there's someone on YouTube who is uh, using uh, uh, computer AI to actually remaster the old episodes of Beast Wars in, like, 4K, and they actually look what? really good. Really? Yeah. I wish Hasbro would, or Shout Factory, because I think they have the home video rights to Beast Wars. I, I wish they would get on doing that. Oh, it's the 25th anniversary of Beast Wars. Like, come on. Like, come, come on. with a... Come on with a come out with a like Beast Wars 4K Blu-ray box set. I'll have to mm. check that out later. Uh, and it's just one guy that's doing that. Yeah. Hmm, good for I think him. He's doing, I think he's doing it for reboot as well. Yes. Oh, rad! I'm gonna I'm gonna mm -hmm. have to creep that. I I didn't know that. Uh, so the what's happening here? He he's looking at the discs like pro hollow projector, and he's proven that he can change the future. That it is one timeline. This is how time travel works, right? So exp yeah. exploding <laughs> that mountain now permanently gets rid of it in any past or future timeline. I'm yeah. just going to mess with John Connor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm already confused with that saga. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Uh, uh, you know what? Beast Wars <laughs> is way this, more this coherent is more, now. This is yes, more like uh, Marty McFly. Oh, this Would is it, true. So you know, if he doesn't blow up the mountain, the then um, yeah. then Optimus Prima won't uh, won't exist because his parents won't go to the end of the sea dance. So it's yeah. cyclic. <laughs> he, this was supposed to happen. Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, Dinobot doesn't actually die. He just goes back to the old west. Jesus Christ! Nice. Wait, what? Nice. Yeah. Wait, does have that actually happen? The, have you watched the third one? <laughs> the Kelly? third what season? No, sorry. Uh, um, the third uh, Back, back to, the to the Future. Oh, it goes back. God damn it, you're good. I thought you were actually talking because there's so many spinoffs for this, like in comic book form yeah. and all of that. I'm like, did they do a fucking Wild West Transformers? I would read that. I, I would read that too. The cat would too. The cat would read it too. I, yeah. I apologize. He no, gets very loud fine. when he has his toy. He gets. Is he it gets a Beast very... Wars toy? <laughs> no, he is a yes, Siamese, now. so he's very vocal Good. sometimes. Get that cat a headset, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Stark, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> he said no. 
Uh, but yeah, so yeah, basically the um, uh, the hollow projector shows the mountain that's like right in front of them, the the Dick Mountain, and uh, yeah, Megatron's all like, "Rampage, shoot that mountain!" Yes, and he blows the top of the mountain off, and the mountain in the recording also has its top blown off immediately afterwards. So he has proven that he can change the future. One future, anyway. And Dinobots, this is this was kind of a comedic moment for me. The camera zooms out, and Dinobots like twenty feet away. It's like on the other side of the canyon, in plain sight, with Tarantulas <laughs> just watching. I, I like um, there. There's a little brief exchange here where uh, Rampage is all like, "You presume to order me," and Megatron just gets this like smug fucking smirk on his face as he like taps the, his arm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so good. Uh, so tar Tarantulas, after realizing that Dinobot is, realizes that he has to stop Megatron, he uh, he takes a shot at him. But he underestimated eye lasers! Oh shit. <laughs> Get fucked, Tarantulas. Oh snap. Yeah, Dinobot eye lasers the rocks, which fall and crush Tarantulas. Good well, this happens beautiful all the time to tarantulas. All the time. I, I want to count I how many times this has happened. <laughs> the splat effect. Just <laughs> oh, so good. And across the um, canyon, Dinobot looks out. And is it all of the Predacons? Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, all the remaining ones. Yeah, and uh, uh, Megatron says, like, in a little bit of a brief monologue, basically that... Uh, uh, humans played an integral role in the the Autobots defeating the Decepticons, and thus the uh, the Maximals becoming the ones in charge of Cybertron, basically. Right. And he's all like, "But I've had enough of that shit. Yes, time to change the future. <laughs> Destroy so, this valley and everything in it." And so, uh, Waspinator and uh, Inferno come flying in with uh, like napalm. <laughs> yeah everybody starts all the predacons are there and they start just burning the valley so presumably this is the valley where the precursor of humans originated this this ape like creature in here and they presume if they kill all of the ones in here that it'll mankind yeah, will never it, happen it's actually mentioned in the episode that uh, humanity is destined to emerge from that valley. Yeah. This, this is supposed to be like Mesopotamia or something, right? So how is that Somewhere. mountain... Why is that mountain on the disc after it's blown up, though, right? Because, like, it makes sense that, you know, oh, oh hey, there's point. this important mountain. But why would someone take a picture of a blown up mountain? Like, they would have picked another, like, religious site, another thing like that. Like, if you took... Um, I, I don't know what's a what's a good mountain um, Mount Everest and you like cleave the top off of it people would just be like huh that's a strange flat mountain let's go to the like the tall mountain next to it let's that's go to a good K2. point yeah K two yeah. right <laughs> is there that's a K two K K I always wondered that but I don't want to jump ahead oh, because I'm not be... sure about what's going on <laughs> in that episode either so unless they took a picture of that mountain because. They couldn't explain why it had, the top had blown off because it's not volcanic. So they took a picture of it because it's an anomaly. Ah, oh, jeez. 
Hmm. The simple explanation is it's just a very easy way to uh, to explain. <laughs> explain. All yeah. information is on this vinyl disc. Everything. All everything, everything. on Earth. It's a, it's a very simple and easy way to uh, to visualize to the viewer what uh, what Megatron's plan is essentially. Oh, totally, totally. It's I, I'm nitpicking. We're reading too much into this. Oh, we, I'm, no. I'm going too deep, but because the, I guess the thing is this <laughs> this episode kind of asks for that though, because honestly, the writing is so damn good. It, like the character it is writing so is so good, awesome. Okay, who? So, like in the next scene, like they're going to try to help him, right? Who is well, the go ahead the Maximal that's surfing? <laughs> is that Optimus <laughs> Primal on the surfboard? Yeah, it's oh, it's normal, yeah. I was like surfing. <laughs> Why is he the silver surfer? Like I. Oh, that's sweet good. summer child! Welcome that's to Transmetals. <laughs> yeah, that's his guy. I really that's think it. that that's, I might have. It's Transmetal vehicle mode. Transmetal vehicle mode. Hang ten, Maximals. <laughs> so yeah, so Dinobot. When he realizes that backup isn't coming anytime soon, and the Predacons are co literally committing genocide, like they're yeah. all in there burning down the trees, like opening fire, like non-discriminately on everything. Dinobot's like, "I guess the future is not fixed," which means I, I have a part part to play in this, and my choices are my own. Like I make my own fate. And I was like, "Holy shit!" And yet. <laughs> How ironic, for I have no choice at all. It's one of the best lines in this episode. One of the best lines in this show, period. Yep. No, With it, the sun good. setting behind him? Yeah, it's... Mm. And all of the I, apes, like, trying to, like, scamper <laughs> away from the fire. Oh. Somebody doesn't like that. <laughs> uh, I also really like the music in this episode. Music design is great. Yeah. So, but, so yeah, he, he's got a, got a solo this shit. But like um, you were saying, um, Kelly, as the rest of the... Uh, it's funny that Kelly's like, who the hell is the one on the surfer surfboard? <laughs> well, it's just like surfing. Because it's like, weird. I don't... I will get... Because there's, there's a scene later in the episode that I'm not going to talk about yet. But like where I looked up and I didn't notice the surfing because I was, I was glancing down and taking a note, I think, about like right. the dialogue being great. And I looked up and they're like, oh yeah, they're coming, whatever. Like they're here, they're here to save the day. I didn't notice that three of them were flying. Can't you fly a little faster than that? Like, <laughs> and I didn't notice one of them was surfing until the last part of the episode where there's a flyover of something. Yeah. And I'm like, is some motherfucker surfing on top of <laughs> That's his uh, um, jet board. That's his jet board. His, his jet board. Yeah, I, I guess. Of, of course. <laughs> it, of this course. was the 90s. Do you remember when people used to jump out of airplanes with like snowboards and like <laughs> and you would call it airboarding? Yeah, I've seen Point Break, okay? And I know Kid Cloud Kicker. Yeah, you know. okay, okay. <laughs> okay, it was okay. Cool I know the 90s. Jesus Christ. You know Kid Cloud Kicker. Come on. Fuck, fucking tailspin. <laughs> oh, oh, tailspin, oh, 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 yes. Spin it! Oh, we yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, we yeah. Anyway. But yeah, yeah. I, I was watching this and I was like, what the hell? Go it's, it's, it's a little jarring. Uh, Christopher and I rip into the Transmetals quite a bit <laughs> uh, at the uh, beginning I, of I the like, season. I, I like them a lot more than Cal does, but... I like certain ones. I like Cheetor and Rat Trap. Did everybody become a Transmetal? No. No. Because no. like Rhinox is the same, right? 
Yeah, and yeah, so is Dynamot. And so you is Black Arachnia and Inferno. You don't mess with perfection. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there is actually a si- like uh, a science to, like, or there is a uh, a certain degree of logic to like who became a transmetal in uh, at the beginning of this season and who didn't. So none of the protoforms became transmetals. So characters that were introduced via stasis pod. So the only people who became transmetals were original cat like Cybertronian cast members. And not all of them became transmetals because the ones that didn't were in restoration chambers. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it was because that like just who would be most likely to have their toys bought. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, yes. I was but... like, I was like that, that, I'm not being, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, I don't think anybody right. bought Rhinox. I'm pretty sure, but I'm surprised that, like, um, I mean, that's why Terror, no. that's why, that's why Terrorsaur and Scorponok were killed off. It's because their toys weren't selling. Rip in well. peace. That's a little confusing, though, because some of the the guys that came out of the pods weren't transmetal. However. Optimus got his new body from a stasis pod. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's that's transmetal. But that's, that's the one that... caveat. Optimus Primal is trans is robot Jesus, and he is oh, reborn yeah, as a transmetal. You're right. Silly me. <laughs> there you go. And I mean, his spark was at the epicenter of the Planet Buster exploding. So maybe his spark itself became transmetal. Hmm. That's pretty metal. That is pretty metal. <laughs> Transmetal even. In space and your soul like like getting a sweet new like metallic body. Christopher, if Tween. you're still writing metal metal songs, uh, there's definitely <laughs> some inspiration there. <laughs> uh, Speaking of like metal as fuck though, um, Dinobot, I, usually it's hard to convey combat over a podcast. We're just talking, right? It ends up be- sounding really nerdy, like, oh, and then he does a backflip, and then he, like, slices his arm off with a sword. Oh, it's so cool. You guys need to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but... Yeah, that's that, that's why, like, usually during, uh, when fights are going on, I, I like to just, like, summarize it being, like, yeah, so Dinobot and Quick Strike like, get into a battle, and uh, yeah. Dinobot wins. <laughs> but sometimes on the show, <laughs> sometimes on the show, it's really badass, and I think Dinobots, yeah. like, like one man stand against them, is is badass enough where it it we we can go into a little bit of of detail there. For example, he gets the drop on Inferno right away, and for the first time ever, and uh, spoilers end the last, um, we we get to see something I've wanted him to do with his like his drill sword the entire show. He fucking cuts Inferno in half. <laughs> Like he 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 like cuts him down from like what the the top of his torso and like drills all the way through his his torso, and I'm like yes, kill him. Oh, <laughs> hey, but not. He's... Bef- <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was about to say like, is this is that before or after he shoves Waspinator down his gun? That's before. Is yeah, before? Yeah, this is... Um, Black Arachnia is like machine gunning Dinobot and he like puts Inferno's body in his way, takes Inferno's gun, <laughs> shoots Black Arachnia, and then shoots Inferno's own head off. <laughs> oh, 
Which oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, oh, you're right. I was ahead of a little bit. And Megatron Dang. sees the head fly off into space and, like, narrows his <laughs> eyes like, hmm, that's strange. <laughs> this, is, this is mildly problematic. Hmm. I'm going to have to file an OSHA claim. He knows his troops are imbeciles, but this is a little too far. Like, why He's would like, somebody's head be flying off? I simply said, don't lose your head. <laughs> <laughs> They're simple apes. They haven't even begun to learn how to use hammers yet. How is this possible? Because I even eight. gave you a CD with the Queen song from the Highlander soundtrack, <laughs> Don't Lose Your Head, in case you forgot. <laughs> wow. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Christopher fits in a, a, an actual relevant Highlander reference. Every <laughs> Highlander reference is relevant, didn't you know? Oh, we know. <laughs> oh, we they know have been. <laughs> Especially on our reboot podcast. Oh, he has, yeah. He, uh, Dinobot has Inferno's gun now. But not his sword. He like left it in his torso. Yeah. So so Dinobot <laughs> like goes charging and leaps off of a cliff and uses his whirly tail as a helicopter. Yes. So, so cool. Great. Why did it take this long? <laughs> it's everything I've wanted him to do with these. <laughs> right. And he like breaks his fall by landing on Waspinator. And Kelly, this is the part. Where yes, he grabs yes. Waspinator like by the torso and jams him right into um, Rampage's cannon, and it, <laughs> yeah, it, it blows up. He blows himself up, and like Waspinator's like hanging like a limp noodle. How so many he's tearing them out. Like, how many of these characters actually come back after this? Like, does are these because like some of oh, them are obviously like dead, dead. Well, no, well, all but, but one. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> all but one. <laughs> oh. Too, too uh, soon. So, oh. it's been um, 24 years. Damn it! It hasn't been alive. <laughs> um, it has shown Megatron, Terrorsaur, and Inferno. Hell, even Waspinator blown to bits. But as long as you collect the bits back up and put <laughs> it in a restoration chamber, you can revive them. You can, um, mm. right? Because their uh, the spark is intact in their torso. Like okay, Inferno's yeah, like, head flying off? That's like the fourth time that's happened. <laughs> but the spark, the, the stuff about the spark is just weird. Like, I, that's, like, we'll I get, agree. I guess, I guess we'll get to that though. It, it is, yeah. Yeah, I, I, the way I think of it is kind of like they have a, an HP gauge and kind of like a, an, an armor gauge. And you can blow apart their armor, right? But their HP, mm -hmm. their their soul, their spark. If that hits zero, then they then they die. So it's and like usually, Halo. yeah, <laughs> it's like Halo. Um, they've got they've got you've got your shield and your health, and you only die when your health goes all the way down. Yeah, you mean GoldenEye sixty four, Christopher? It's like GoldenEye sixty four. What's Halo? No, I I mean Halo. Oh, sorry. I was trying to stick with the. Uh, oh, the uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Scorpionox's hands look like they're covered in like hot dogs. Well, Scor what? I think it's Scorp. No, no, it's not Scorpionox. That's um... Rampage. Rampage. No. Ramp. No, the rattling, the rattlesnake. Oh my Quick god! Strike. I hate him. Oh, Quick strike. Quick, Quick strike. strike. It looks like he's like holding a bunch of hot dog wieners. Like like he's like. Dumb. At a, at a he's cookout. dumb. I don't like him. He's dumb. He's my least favorite. <laughs> 
Beast Wars Transformer. He's dumb. He's repetitive. He says what in Tarnation at least once an episode. I don't like him. What in Tarnation? He okay. Tarnation. The show gave us something we didn't ask for, Quick Strike, but it takes away Scorponok and Pterosaur from me. How dare they? At least Waspinator sticks okay. around, right? Because Waspinator was was the man. Yes. At least Waspinator is here. I don't Waspinator. know if I could have kept watching if he wasn't. <laughs> it's just Waspinator was great. Oh. And Pterosaur, right? Pterosaur's yeah. Because like you need oh, yeah, that he's battle a shithead. Yeah. Pterosaur! Pterosaur! Oh, so good. He he's great. And he's treacherous and he's he's great. And cowardly. One lonely turncoat battling on against impossible odds. I'm almost touched. Fortunately, such moments pass by quickly. Quick strike, scrap him. And when he's like, quick strike, scrap him, I'm like, quick strike? The, of all people. The shittiest <laughs> Predacon? Well, <laughs> kick kicked quick strike's ass a few episodes ago. Quite oh, easily. The battle to the death. Yeah. Against quick strike. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so why send that guy after him? Because. Dinobots on like last legs. Oh, is he, his head is like falling apart. His helmet is like all scorched and like broken. And he tries the eye lasers, and they're all like, "No, I don't oh, have man. the power." That that hurt my soul when he tries to yeah. eye laser him, and like they just spark. But instead, and this is where I have my notes right here. Kirk punch. He does the Captain Kirk two hand. So it. good. So quick strike, uh, when when the eye lasers don't work, quick strike is like, so what's a warrior without weapons, eh? And uh, that's a pretty and, good uh, quick strike. <laughs> Dinobot, you're still. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then he does like Kirk punch him, and he then... Kirk punch him twice. He gets him with an uppercut, and then he brings it back. He brings the hammer down. Oh yeah. And... <laughs> and it's just like dun 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 It's so good. And then he just shoves his face into a rock and he's like Just absolutely what a slobber knocker. What a it's it's a slaughter here. Kicks his ass. The fire in the background. Oh the camera's getting the camera. The lights flickering off of Dinobot. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the reflection. And the 360, yeah, like, like it just keeps spinning around him to, yeah. to symbolize just like oh, actually quite a bit of things, I think, right? Like, because what's it? Like, His internal computer tells him uh, warning, uh, power levels 96% depleted, stasis lock uh, must commence. And uh, Dinobot yeah, overrides, he overrides it. it. Yeah. And his computer is like basically like. No, dude, seriously, you're going to die if you don't go into stasis lock. And Dinobot angrily, Dinobot um, is angrily, like, repeats, override. And his computer <laughs> is, like, acknowledged. Yeah, you're the boss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess I'm your, going down with the ship, boss. It's your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> you do you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just an operating system. <laughs> like, So, yeah, Kelly, you were saying, like, there's all this symbol symbolism um there's probably like analogies to other things in this whole episode see how easy it is that a 22 minute cartoon show can actually like christopher and i can actually talk about it for two hours oh yeah like, totally. <laughs> yeah there's a lot sometimes to longer here yeah sometimes longer 
we have some fucking marathon episodes. <laughs> Especially the two two parters. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we're like, oh, it's a it's a two parter. We're gonna try and limit discussion to e- of each episode to one hour. Three and yeah, a half hours luck. later. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that. God. God, Megatron is such a baller. Yeah, when he when he shows up on the scene, walking he's just like, the... oh, it's so good. Although... Let's see, where are we now? I have the golden disc. I have the power to change the future. And the only remaining obstacle is to my in my path to unimaginable glory is yourself. Exhausted, damage beyond recovery, defeated. The way he said defeated, I was like, that's weird. Oof. Like his voice changed. What a line. He got yeah. really dark. Like he, he can't just end him, he has to like crush his soul too. Maybe that's how you actually kill Transformers. Well, you have to even demoralize them first. Well, even uh, like going all the way back to Beast Wars Part One, when they were fighting in space, Dinobot was all like, "Their shields are down. Destroy them." And Megatron was like, "No, where's the fun in that? A little torment, I think. First, shears." That's Ooh, he likes to watch us squirm, and that's what he's doing here. And that's why yeah. that's why he loses, right? He just that, and you know. Monkey stick. Well, but like monkey stick. Monkey stick. <laughs> well, indeed, he, um, as Dinobot kind of like does his last stand, he goes, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, not just yet. And he kind of like gestures with this prehensile wobbly arm over to, um, one of the proto humans. And he's got like it in energy bindings, which I've never seen on the show before. Monkey like purple. Bondage. Monkey bondage, yeah. Monkey bondage, it's purple rope. We all, we all have seen that. <laughs> okay, uh, one more step, and it's raining bits. It's raining bits of early anthropoid. Anthro- anthropoid, yeah, that's a word. Sure, it is. Yes. I'm not even sure if this is actually humans. <laughs> they all look alike. <laughs> to 2021, cancel Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> that's odd. They look a lot like Optimus Primal. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, then Optimus shows up and he's like, now my ears are burning. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish that. <laughs> I have posted on a frame here and Megatron's teeth vanished. Only half of them, though. It looks like he got some punched <laughs> out. If you stop it at 1614, like, like the gap. He, just... He's got like this huge gap in his teeth. It's weird. Anyway, sorry. I'm just like, what the hell? Christopher and I notice like scene to scene differences sometimes. Yeah, Megatron cares about dental hygiene. Okay, we've seen apparently it apparently not. He does. He does. He really does. We've seen him brush his teeth. Well, that, that's why he's got caps. He's the only one that has like tooth caps, like Schwarzenegger got when he moved to America, right? It it's cosmetic. Okay, he's going, yeah, absolutely. It looks good. It looks like I would hire Megatron before I'd hire Optimus Primal, like just because those sharp teeth. I don't trust them. <laughs> Never trust a guy with sharp teeth. <laughs> also, also his name's Megatron. Like I feel like you know he'd be you know good in the IT department, but Optimus Primal, maybe maybe as like a personal trainer. Yeah, I'm Optimus <laughs> Primal. I'm here to help you get swole. <laughs> you know Are those pecs, right? 
You know, I actually got curious today because uh, I was like, what is the origin of the the word Megatron? Because it definitely predates Transformers because like our theme song for season one of this uh, uh, of this podcast was a song called uh, Megatron Man by Patrick Crowley, which is from the early 80s. Mm. So I'm like, what does Megatron actually mean? Because it's not strictly limited to Transformers, even though that's like at this point, that's all anyone would associate it with. So I looked <laughs> it up, and Megatron was actually the name of a type of F1 engine. Oh, really? From uh, like uh, like a certain like F1 car made by BMW in like 1968. The name of the engine was a Megatron. Huh. I remember seeing a car battery called Megatron. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> as random as that might sound, but I was like, "Well, it's Megatron. That's cool." And I guess naming a transformer like a, a thing that transforms into a vehicle of some sort, although he turned into a gun, but like using the name Megatron for a transformer kind of makes sense. Yeah, it is, a, it is a car-related thing. There was also a DJ Megatron in. Uh, uh, probably never mind. I thought he was started in 78 his career but no he started in 78 it's probably not the same <laughs> he started in 78 <laughs> he started in 78 not his career i was like damn it just dj mick it is when he came online yes yes good <laughs> oh man so uh, but, but yeah so uh dinobot charges at megatron and uh with a stick with a stick and megatron gets the shit out of him and wins and the episode is over he Happy sticks it day. to him. Oh, <laughs> oh! Unfortunately, um, no. Megatron sees him shorting out. Dinobots' minutes are are numbered. His cycles are numbered, and he even like laughs and mocks him. He's like, oh, "Really, Dinobot? A stick? Against <laughs> <laughs> <gets> the transmetal? <laughs> oh, you stupid bastard!" I think not. <laughs> I like how Dinobot's computer is all like Jeopardy, extreme, repeat, extreme. He's like, yeah, I, I got that computer. food. <laughs> <laughs> he even says like, oh, face it, Dinobot, your old technology, obsolete. What can you possibly do? And of course, you best are line from, of the ep- You are yeah. from last year's toy line. Yes, I am from this year's. You're saying, Kelly, one of the best lines after oh, yeah. Megatron's line. What can you do? Improvise. It's so good, right? It's and so then he good. Makes Stormbringer. He, uh, yeah, <laughs> he slams <laughs> the 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 vine like the stick down onto like a little pointy like rock in the ground and rips it out. Like He's makes a war bigger rock. Oh, Megatron! Another big gravy just slams it into the ground, and, like the rock's actually like like forty feet deep, and he's like, "Well, shit! <laughs> now my stick is broken." <laughs> I have a, I uh, I noticed you might have some openings with the Predacons. I'd like to come back. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. A few episodes back, that that literally happened. That. <laughs> is that what happened? Okay, I was wondering because like the rat traps. Okay, that one's not canon to me. It's <laughs> not canon. In my head, it's it's not it's not canon. It wasn't a very the, good the episode. Tur- the turncoat episode where he like tries to join the Predacons and then comes groveling back to the Maximals. I eh. not my he, not my favorite. 
when he attacks Megatron with this with you know Stormbringer, I want somebody to make a a remix of this with the immigrant song in the background. Like it's so Oh, it's good. <laughs> that's, that's what's exa- on the CD. Oh, that's what's on the uh, the sounds of Earth. <laughs> the sounds of Earth is just this. It's just that sound from just. <laughs> I'd believe that. For like five years, I couldn't remember what that that was that song was called, and I tried yeah. to describe it to people, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, oh, but I I can't remember," and I was like, "It's driving me insane." <laughs> Things driving you insane. It plays whenever Chris Hemsworth enters a room. He's going nuts. Nice. It's his theme yeah. song. It's his theme song. But, I would. So I love that. a uh, it, Dutch it, folk metal band that I've been listening to for well over a decade, uh, Heidewolk, uh, did a cover of that. Uh, about oh, really? Six years ago. It's actually pretty good. Nice. I will listen to any cover of that. Like Trent Reznor did a cover of it for um, the American version of "Girl with a Dragon Tattoo." It's I. It's aight. <laughs> it's 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 aight. I don't think it's as good as the original, but like it's kind of a grungier version. If you're going to be like, you know, like booting up some Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines or something, it's, it's yeah. good for the background of that. Yeah, agreed. I'm going to post a link to the song. Yeah, please. I want to hear that in a bit. So his improvised weapon, Candace. Uh, how you feel about him one shotting Megatron? With it, <laughs> pretty, pretty damn badass. Beats the shit out of him with it, knocks him prone, freeing the ape, mind you, Just... and also makes the golden disc slide out from yes. him. I think. Um. He's even sparking Megatron. Yeah, it does it does fly out of him? Yeah, he's sparking. Yeah, it flies yeah, out yeah. because Dinobot uh, catches the the golden disc. Yep. I love this. I love it too. I mean, this is despite how. Of... You know, um, defeated he is. He's just going all out. It's amazing. He uses the last, literally, literally, the last, like, ounces of the energy of his soul, of his spark, to, like, do the mightiest, like, scream and as he, like, eye lasers into the sky and just the golden disc, like, shatters into a million pieces. Please, he fucking eye lasers the golden mm. disc. He, <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. It is gone. There is no putting that thing back together. Yeah, and oh. he falls back onto the ground. They could probably uh, get like a CD scratch repair kit and get that thing back together. <laughs> yeah, right out. Some super glue and yeah, scratch one of those, grind- <laughs> those grinders. But... Put some toothpaste on. <laughs> yeah, put some, put some toothpaste. Yeah, and just you can get all that stuff on LimeWire. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's, it's 1998. I guess it would Take be. A- Take it to Blockbuster and get them to buff the disc. Just just rewind the disc for me. Wow. I actually well, I went to Blockbuster once when I was a kid, like right when I guess not when I was a kid, I guess I was a teenager at the time, right when DVDs were really like rentable finally. And uh, this one small place had a bunch of be kind rewind stickers on the discs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which was great. But if you know anything about like DVDs or like um, like PlayStation one games, you know what that does to your laser when you have an off-kilter disc grinding in it. Yeah. Because because it changes the weight distribution. Oh, man, it was awful. It's bad. Uh, it was Bad News Bears. I think they did that with Sega CD games. Never had a Sega CD. Dude, it was the best. Played the I original did. Lunar on there. It was so good, Christopher. You know I what loved, I'm talking about. I loved all the FMV games. 
Did I know. Like, oh, I'm so jealous. Kamen <laughs> Rider. Did you play the the Kamen Rider Zo game? No, I didn't. You played like Night. Um, what's it called? The Night Night Stalker, Night Hunter, the oh, uh, the horror. Is that the one where the people try to do night, like a home night entry? Night, night trap. trap. That's the one. The one that got like censored. Super. I've never played it, but I think I I think I got it on Steam recently. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's it's available to purchase on modern systems. I've been streaming of going back to it. Yeah, stream, stream it and it. let the audience like do the the quick time events. Yeah, that game um, and Mortal Kombat were the reason are the reason why we have uh, ESRB ratings like all the way to this day. They really thank work. you, Mortal They're... Kombat. Thank you, Mortal Kombat, for bringing <laughs> John Rambo back one last time. I, I love that with Mortal Kombat 11, they're like, hey, Stallone, would you like to be Rambo in this game? He's like, yeah, sure, why not? And then like, hey, Arnold, would you like to be the Terminator? Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> but you know what? Robocop hmm. is in uh, uh, the latest Mortal Kombat game, and he is yep. actually voiced by Peter Weller. Is it Peter Welker in there? Oh. Okay, so they got two out of three for that game. And yeah. uh, Spawn is in it, and Keith David does the voice of him. I think oh. Keith David will come back to any project that he was ever in, though. That man loves what he does. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't right. in the, the Thing prequel. Oh. Yeah, I, that's fair. The Thing prequel's so weird, though. Like, I, I want to like it, but I kind oh, of well, you, it. You know that they did all of the effects with Practical, and then yes. at the last minute covered it up? Yes. With CGI, yeah. I yeah, that was well. Yeah. And they had the original studio or the the it was either the original studio that did all the effects, like or someone that was it Stan Winston who did the original effects? I think it was yeah, it was. It was yeah, it was his company that did. And I think it's either effect, his company yeah. or his company's like a protege of his company got hired to do the effects. And it would have been um, amazing. They were done like uh pr production and for some reason the some of the bigger like producers of of that were like no we need to touch this up and then they, and they cg'd it. over everything and i've seen some of the footage of it before it was touched up by cg and it's like actually horrifying and great looking like yeah. i don't care if i can see little tendrils that are like the lines connecting the moving parts right i'd rather that than just like the really bad anyways anyway, you know what i like you know what i like in that movie that is great looking though Hmm. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That is true. That is true. <laughs> big, uh, big, big fan of hers. Oh yeah. I and I will watch uh, anything with Kurt Russell in it, even though he wasn't in the prequel. But my partner yeah. has a huge crush on Kurt, like old, like Snake Plissken, Kurt Russell. Nice. <laughs> what does she? What does she think of uh, Wyatt Russell, his son, who looks like you know, basically we... just like him? Um. The only thing that she's ever really seen him in is like that 10 seconds at the end of the most recent Marvel episode. Oh, okay. You should watch the movie Overlord. Oh, wait, that was him? Yeah, that was him. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, I yeah we watched that, that either. That was the first thing that I saw him in, and I like oh, that movie made she, him made me a fan of his. Like, she, she really Russell liked that movie. Him. Yeah. Uh, that was that was the first one I, I've been trying to get her into horror movies because I it's all I watch these days, really. And that was the that was the entry point was hey do you want to watch like nazi zombies and stuff and she was like yeah i could watch that and she she loved it good he's also yeah, in sorry. a really uh a really good episode of um black mirror okay which I one need to catch up on that 
I I can't remember. Like he ends up going to this house and basically ends up like tripping balls while he's there. Okay. Supposed All to be, right, like, you crazy house. kids. Let's get back to the Beast Wars. Beast yeah, the, Wars! Yeah, they, the, the listeners are like, God damn it, this is the most important episode of Beast Wars ever, and they're talking about Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Kurt Russell's kid. Not even the audience. Candace and I are like, will you nerds shut up? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Um, so... Megatron's, Megatron's all like Megatron's hubris. I was close. I was so close. Just he a little bit more. Yeah, and he transforms and flies away. His own like he fucked himself over. He could have just shot Dinobot and took off. So once again, just like the first episode of season one, Megatron's own own like kind of like. De- wicked desires of drawing things out and tormenting others and torturing, li- drawing out a battle um, has made him fail. He lost the golden disc. Mm-hmm. And um, even if he wanted to well, and finish now off... Now he's lost both discs. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, because yeah, he lost uh, the alien disc uh, in the... Uh... Uh, other visits. That's right. He has no discs now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Nope. Oh, man, reminding me. Sad. Can somebody burn me a copy of Big Shiny Tunes Four? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just noticed Pro- as Prox, the mag- that is my, that is my favorite uh, Big Shiny Tunes CD. Uh-huh, I remember something. Um, while I was making that joke, I was spinning the gears in my head, and I'm like, oh, which one was his favorite? Which one was his favorite? Four, right? Um, I just realized that as the Maximals arrive on the scene... Uh, sorry, we're talking about the, the episode again, folks. Mm. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were like, when Mary Elizabeth Winstead arrives on the scene. I know. Um, listening listening just... to Big Shiny Tunes 4. <laughs> God. As you, as you do. As one does. Uh, I think Optimus sprays some sort of like, like psychedelic powder powder over the fire. Uh, no, Cheetor does. Yeah, Cheetor. Oh, is it Cheetor? Yeah, and yeah it they, they, does something right. They cross. They crop dust it. <laughs> crop dust. Yes. It completely puts it out. Huh. Wow! In one fell yeah. swoop. Holy go, shocking. Cheetor! He did something right. It's shocking. I know. Hey, you don't talk <laughs> about my boy Cheetor. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> but so this, I have never ever gotten teary-eyed over an episode of Beast Wars up until like now. Like like this this scene here with the Maximals yeah. around Dinobot as he's taking his last breath. Yeah, I bawled my eyes out. I teared up a little. Not too, gonna actually. lie. As yeah, a kid so, or as an adult? Like, 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 I watched this like three hours ago. Like then, like it was, it was a very emotional scene. Like it was very well written. Like it's, you know, this it's is, good. it is a show that is, it was designed for kids basically as a marketing ploy. But the, the writing in the show holds up. You know, this, this like is, this is better than most movies. Come on, like, like, I love this. If this was its own movie, 
Like, if this was released, like, next month, but it was just an hour-and-a-half-long version of this episode, I would buy it. I think if it was released now, um, it would be very, very popular. I think that this kind of got buried in its time slot, in the U.S. at least, right? Because, like, I mean, this this originally released on Saturday mornings, right? Like, they did Saturday mornings. Do you remember when it... Like, it was a Saturday morning cartoon that then got rolled into, like, the early morning wake up and get ready for school block. Right, Candace? Yeah. Down there, I, yeah. For me, it's, it was starting in the early mornings and the weekdays. Yeah. Monday yeah. or Tuesday or was something. It? Well, because, like, like, I did see, I like, I did see occasionally Beast Wars early in the morning um, on a local Fox affiliate, because, like, uh, we had like uh Seattle's Fox station that we got up here at the time. And so like I and they would show uh Beast Wars early in the morning. So that that was another reason why as a as a child I was aware of the fact that it was Beasties in Canada and Beast Wars in the States. Cause I'm like, oh, on YTV in the evenings it's Beasties, but like on Fox Kids early in the morning it's Beast Wars. And it hmm. has a shorter Shittier intro. (laughs) (laughs) Christopher and um, Candace are rivals on the intros. (laughs) Christopher is um, absolutely resolute in his stance that the 60 second long Beasties intro is way more metal than the 30 second long Beast Wars intro. (laughs) Yeah. I do like that in season two and season three for Beast Wars that they didn't shorten the intro at all. So it's just the same intro. Yeah, it's the season one that's really different. Yeah. Yeah, like even like they even use different shots in the the Beast Wars, the season one Beast Wars intro. Like it's not not only is it shortened, but they use a lot of different shots as well. Huh. Oh, yeah. Like it's different shots. Yeah. Yeah. Look up, uh, listeners. Look up the uh, the Beasties intro on YouTube. You can find <laughs> you can find it. It is there, but it's like it's very low quality because it's something that someone clearly recorded on VHS and then transferred <laughs> over. Like there's even like a YTV logo in it. Yeah, in the one um, video that I saw. So this touching moment here. Um... <laughs> One of them asks if they can save Dinobot. And he says, oh, like a, his internal, um, we wouldn't be able to make internal repairs in time. Yeah, he's too far gone, even for Stasis Lock. So Stasis Lock is kind of like a fail-safe to protect the spark where they fall unconscious. Right, Christopher? Yeah, it's, all, it's also a great podcast, I hear. So I've heard. <laughs> That's the nice. word on the street. <laughs> Nice segue there. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Just to talk <laughs> you up, Candace. No. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> so, yeah. Cal, you're just like, okay, bye. <laughs> um, so, just, just very, like, dismissive. It, yeah. Well, yeah, that... Kelly, Kelly and Christopher, for the listeners, actually know me really well. Yeah, and probably first impressions not great. <laughs> That's probably of, my of weakness. Of which direction? Of which direction? 
Um, I made a great impression. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't make first. I don't good first I meant impressions. But Kelly knows my sense of humor enough that, like, and we play off of each other. We've actually um, role played more than a bit in the past um, in the LARP. Nice. Uh, multiple LARPs. binding ropes and everything. Everything. Yes. Yeah. And um, in the height of our RP, we found that we can both completely straight face deadpan, like humor, off of each other. And uh, it's been it's it's been fun. It was fun. It's been fun. It's well, I mean, like it hasn't been fun in about a year. Yeah, it'd be nice yeah. once we can see each other, like inside of like you know ten feet again. My hand is up on the glass on my computer screen right now, Kelly. Ta -da -da. <laughs> oh, soon, 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 uh, my dogs of war. You you are and shall always be my friend. Live long and prosper. Just inject oh. him with triple blood. <laughs> God, damn God. It. did that work? That's that's what they did in the remake. Give him like con in, juice. Give him some con, con juice. juice. Also, they're like, oh, but we're not going to talk about that. I'm so heated about Into Darkness because they're like, oh, we can just cure death with like these guys, and we've got seventy of them. Just kick it around. We've got eternal I life juice. I have a friend who maintains that Into Darkness is the best Star Trek movie, like, period. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> That's That should be like and a I know he wouldn't listen to him. I know he wouldn't listen to a podcast of mine in a million years, so I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't feel ashamed. Like, I don't feel concerned about uh, saying that. He's listening you, you, to this right now, and there's a tear running down. <laughs> a single face. tear? You don't have a friend. You have, you, you have an enemy that you keep close to you who thinks that. Uh, Cal, it's, it's Paul that I'm talking about. What? Yeah. He's dead to me. <laughs> uh, but he does like Flight of the Concords, so... Speaking of people being dead, oh, uh, mm -hmm. Optimus oh, yeah, is like, Oof. Optimus is like, well fought, my friend. You, you saved uh, the valley. You saved the valley. You saved the lives of everyone here and uh, those who are still to come. And Dinobot's like, then there is nothing to regret. Like I said, you're just a blasted slake spouting Saurian, but uh, but it's nice to know where you stand. As right, he, hold, hold, he holds his hand. his hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, love that. Like, I love it. And then Dinobot's like downwind of you by preference, <laughs> and it's so good. It's Isn't so it great? And Rat Rattrap like like initially like gasps for like a split second, and then he smiles, and I'm like. Like that, that was tugging at my heartstrings. Isn't that a, isn't this, Kelly said this twice and I've said it twice. It's written so well. <laughs> it's written so high lasers to give out those burns. Like it's so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> tell my tale to those who ask. Well, it's very like, that, honestly, the, the the way that his eulogy, like his his little self monologue, goes off there, like his little goodbye speech, uh, it, it's a reference to Hamlet. Uh -huh. Is it directly? I look, I, I looked this up. Yeah, the uh, the his uh, death uh, monologue is inspired by the the end of Hamlet. Well, Christopher, you and I have talked that he's like literally quoted Shakespeare many, many times. times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> many times on the show directly. Yeah.
He's he's a fan of that's why he saved the people. He's a Shakespeare fan and like nothing else. <laughs> he didn't do this for yeah. like the Maximals. Yeah. I yeah, did humanity, this for the bard. <laughs> if humanity dies, then there like there's no William Shakespeare for him to to quote all the time. <laughs> Name as he, as he is in uh beast mode like looking up longingly at the moonlight. One yeah. day. Name the human's greatest playwright after me, William Shakespeare Dinobot. <laughs> Dinobot like, for short. <laughs> Can you imagine? William Shakespeare Dinobot. There's no, there's no butterfly effect except William Shakespeare's actual name is William Shakespeare Dinobot. It's true. It's true. Everything and, else uh, is exactly the same. Dinobot saved the the future. It's true. Cats exist because of him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love it. Yeah. So what he, he says is, uh, uh, "Tell my tale to those who ask the ill deeds along with the good, and let me be judged accordingly. The rest is silence." I love that. I love that so much. That's like. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that has a real Conan vibe to it right there. The whole, like, just, you know, tell my story and let me be judged. And you know what? That's it. That's it, you know? I don't care. Just give them the facts. I am what I am type of thing. It's so cool. Yeah. yeah. And and indeed, he his eyes fade to, to black and he, he dies. Yeah, and Rattrap, like, grabs his hand and, like, holds it against his forehead. And I'm like... Oh my god! Right, it's like ripping me up, ripping me apart inside. And nah, no, I was like, what? Like I first watched this episode, like uh, maybe or not first, because uh, for the first time in uh, like twenty plus years, uh, I watched this like maybe a week, week and a half ago. I've watched this episode like four times over the course of the past like week or so, and like I was bawling my eyes out. Well, like, did any, Candace, did you kind of reject that Dinobot actually died? Because that's, like, do you remember how you reacted to this as a kid? Because adult me, <laughs> like, I only watched this for the first time recently. Adult me was like, no, 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 they'll, they'll bring him back. Just like Optimus, right? No, this is Transformers. People die in Transformers. <laughs> you're, do you remember your reaction? Candace? I'm tr I'm trying to I I did not cry. Um I feel like I feel like somehow I knew it was going to happen. I don't know if there were spoilers on the internet by then. For well, some reason I just like I feel I sat there and I know Ratchet was my favorite character, so Dinobot was my sister's <laughs> and I didn't I didn't want to say anything. I feel like I knew something about this, but she was watching and I can't remember if she cried or not. She was Dinobot was well, her was her man. Does sure. anyone, I don't know, maybe not Kelly, but maybe Candace and, and Christopher. Um, I've been watching it weekly with, with Christopher, right? But um, you're familiar with all of season one, two, and three, Candace. Um, it's heavily alluding that he desires some sort of like Viking death or some samurai death, <laughs> like death in service or death in war, very yeah. clearly, right? Like it's, he alludes to his own death quite often. 
and indeed in beast wars part one and two the first two episodes of season one like everything is a battle of the to the death with him yeah (laughs) (laughs) so true (laughs) like he wants he's just like burning for a itching for a for a way to to die valiantly but uh he's a he's a high stakes player but this if anything's worth it it's man like they this is it i I, I was kind of pissed because i still wanted the interactions between him and rat trap and i know they're they're gone now it's just this is gonna suck um but he also went out bang and that was kind of really like you can't what a bang any better than this i wish he killed at least one or two preds like quick strike (laughs) just gone he just (laughs) dead That's all I ask. Quick, yeah, quick, quick straight strike tarantulas. Please. <laughs> Please. I beg you. <laughs> There's some spirituality in the episode here, because Dinobot's spark actually, like, floats into the air. And... No, I tell him every time, guys, grab it! What are you doing? Grab <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it floats off into the air and, like, out into space. Um, Rat Trap's the first one to salute. And all of the Maximals do. Damn right. Ugh, God damn it. Yeah, and Optimus Primal is like, he lived a warrior and he died a hero. Let his, uh, let his spark join the Matrix, the greatest of Cybertron. So, like, even though he was born and lived as a Predacon, like, he, his spark has earned its place in the Matrix. Right. Which I think is pretty cool. That is really cool. Very deep. And as the the sunrise scene as the episode ends, Mike, oh, I go ahead. Somebody else <laughs> take it away. <laughs> the fucking funeral they give him at sunrise. I at just dawn. couldn't handle it though, because the, the 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 flying board, like like the the flying the, like the surfboard. Oh, well, you're not used to it yet. I'm not yeah. used to it, so I just looked up and I was like, "Is that a fucking surfboard?" Because I was so invested, I'm like crying and like I've got like tears in my eyes, and I'm like, "Oh, it's a hero! Is that a fucking surfboard?" See, I've had eight episodes before this, leading up to this to get over it. So the, so the 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 three maximal flyers, Optimus Primal, uh, Cheetor, and Silverbolt, uh, do a flyover as some heroic music is playing, and Dinobot's corpse is. Uh, suspended in the air on this like tripod thing and is like vaporized essentially. But what I want to point out in this scene is if you look over in the bottom left hand corner, you see season one Rat Trap. <laughs> oh, and Rhinox chilling out. Always, always distracts season me. Season just... one Rat Trap. What yeah. The yes. What? <laughs> yep. Wait, hold on, hold He's on. Transmetal. He's season one. Yeah. Wait. What? Pre- Pre-transmetal rat trap. And I'm like, <laughs> so there's this very, like, touching scene. And, like... Christopher, like, you ruined did, it for me. How did... How did <laughs> like, how did any number of people who worked on this show miss that? Maybe he hey. reverted. Maybe he reverted to his original form. Um, just for his funeral. Respect? As a sign of his re- respect, yeah. I just, I just, I wanted to put on something old, you know, like something. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I wanted to wear my ber- best suit. 
for the occasion. You know, something, something that reminds me of what it was like when we were together. Because you know there's like there's fic of them, obviously. Yeah. Unfortunately, I know. Well, if there isn't, uh, I'm sure Candace will be drawing it soon. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. see, Candace and I draw different things. <laughs> she draws, like, really badass, like, shaded, realistic, like, humorous and, like, epic um, yeah. drawings. And um, <laughs> I do fan fiction of Hexadecimal that I may or may not post online. <laughs> So maybe I'll have to do Dinobot and Rat Trap embracing each other one day. Do it. Do it. Well, do it. Candace wants me to do it, and Kelly does, and Christopher says it's all right. Then. <laughs> don't, don't show me afterwards Christopher at all. Christopher says it's all right. <laughs> show me. Don't, I don't need to see it, but I, I support my right to do it. <laughs> In this uh, the, case, terrible. Don't show. Whatever. What, you know what? what what happens between a rat and a and a raptor is their own business, really. Like <laughs> that's true. What happens behind closed uh axelon doors stays behind closed axelon doors. Especially in Proto Vegas. <laughs> Proto Vegas. Well speak what, what speaking happens in of the Proto CR chamber stays in the CR chamber. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of the end of Fifth Element. Any <laughs> anyways. Um, speaking of the end, we are on the very end scene of this episode, where it shows at least one of the humans, proto-humans, have survived. Anthropoid. And he picks up... Um, th- presumably it's the one that was in like the, the energy bindings. Because he picks up uh, the improvised weapon oh, that yeah. Dinobot had. The, the stick stone hammer. Stormbringer, let's just call it that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's <laughs> he, a proper name. He ooh, ah, ah. he gets all excited when he smashes open a coconut. Like he just discovered fire, although he's probably a few thousand years from that. And again, we see that predatory snake, probably the same one. Predatory snake. Name a snake that's not predatory, dur. And, <laughs> and it, it goes to strike him. Also, I, I would like to point out that this uh this uh Neanderthal is very clearly voiced by Gary Chalk. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No? <laughs> no, I'm it's just Because it's he, so he, obvious. Yeah, it is so obvious. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he oh, this snake has eyebrows. Did he oh there's spikes. <laughs> Sorry, there's spikes. I just realized there's spikes. Eyebrow yeah, spikes. He, he yells like Gary Chalk yes. only can. And kills the fucking stink with Stormbringer. Don't 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 And that's the legend of Thor. Yeah, and he he raises it into the air and is all like, "Yeah!" And the camera, oh, the camera <laughs> shows the stars in the sky, and a single star twinkles. That's Dinobot. It is yeah. Dinobot. <laughs> And every time you uh, you kill a predator, Dinobot gets his wings. I love that. <laughs> every time you strangle a cheat, like a like a fucking cougar or something, cheetah. <laughs> cheetah. Every time you strangle a cheetah. Every time you cougars, ste- every time you step on a rat. Every time you step on a rat, or at least lower its uh, self esteem, you get Dinobot wow. gets his wings. <laughs> I know Bob gets right. his drill rapier. Cheers. 
<laughs> he's got so many of those. He's, I don't even know what to do with these. <laughs> he's just got a closet full of identical swords. I've just got so many of them. All right. Well, it is almost time for us to go. So before we do our little outro and say goodbye, um, what's your what's your overall thoughts on uh, the masterpiece that is Code of Hero? Yeah, so so uh, here on Too Much Energon, we grade episodes on what we call the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges anything from Not Enough Energon, which is, you know, episode anything from, like, the worst episode ever to an episode that's not that great. Or uh, Sufficient Amount of Energon, which is an episode that's, eh, alright, to, you know what, pretty good. Uh, to two... And the third and final rating is Too Much Energon, which is anything from, wow, that episode was really cool, to literally the best episode ever. Uh, let's let's start with uh, Kelly. What do you rate? Too Much Energon. Though? It's got too much Energon. It's got way too much. Peak energy. It's, it's peak Too Much Energon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Any, any any final thoughts you want to share about the episode? Honestly, um, I remember really liking the show and the the quality of thought that went into it when I was a kid. Right, like it definitely didn't talk down to us, in spite of its you know rather it, it's it's um somewhat you know repetitive story of the week type of stuff. It still had that really really highbrow type of of backing to it, and uh, even even knowing that going into this episode, I was really blown away by the level of writing, particularly in um, in in Dinobot's like soliloquies and like his internal thought process. He's a very well fleshed out character, and to see him go out like this was really meaningful. Actually, made me sad that I I hadn't pre watched the show to get even more of an emotional reaction out of it. Mm. You should be sad about that. I am sad about because, it because like, this show is great. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> uh, Candace, uh, what do you rate the episode? Uh, too much energon and everything above and beyond. It's amazing. I'm sensing a pattern here. Uh, do you have any final thoughts yeah. about it? <laughs> Uh, I love it. Hate it. You laugh, you cry. It's 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 so good. It's a really good episode. I don't know what else to say. It's amazing. I miss Dinobot. <laughs> I miss uh, him already. <laughs> yeah, and it's it isn't even next week yet, and we already miss Dinobot. Uh, oh. Cal, what do you give the episode? Uh, it's definitely too much energon for me. Uh, it's by like a large margin, my favorite Beast Wars episode. This it's it's pretty great. Yeah. There's nothing else I, I can add that to to that. It's it's got everything. Uh, this could have been like a three and a half hour po- podcast where we just talk <laughs> about Dinobot in general and and the episode, but it's 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 my favorite. So the the episodes only get better from here on out. I assume. Right. Uh, there, there, uh, there are some good episodes coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the the three part uh, finale to uh, to season two that's coming up in a couple of weeks here uh, is some of the Already? some of the best wow. Beast Wars. 
Yeah, some of the best Beast Wars has to offer. Uh, I am also giving this episode a highest of high too much Energon. Um, I, uh, the dialogue in the episode is great. I really love the music. The emotional beats are very strong without being cheap. Like all of the all of the stuff that actually made me weepy at the end, like felt very earned and genuine. Um, the only thing uh, complaint that I have about this episode is I wish it was a two parter. I, yeah. I would have liked to have seen this story stretched out over a couple of episodes and have instead like instead of the fusors being two episodes. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I would I, I would have liked to have seen an entire episode dedicated to Dinobots fight in the in the 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 valley stretch out the dialogue between him and megatron and yeah 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 like it and the first part with him with his whole speech of like uh uh for i am a warrior let the battle be joined it's great and then Can't believe uh, they fit it in half an hour yeah no <laughs> sorry yeah, 22 I, minutes yeah i just <laughs> i i wish it had been a multi-part episode so it's unanimous. Yeah, a unanimous too much energon. Uh, so that has been uh, episode nine of season two, Code of Hero. Uh, we will be back next week with the 10th episode of season two, Transmutate, which is another uh, highly regarded episode of the show. That I, And this is one that I have not revisited at all since I originally watched it like 24 yeah. years ago. So... Uh, We'll we'll see how I feel about it now because I wasn't a fan of it when I was thirteen. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I'll, I'll get so, into what I'll get into why next week. Um, so b- before we go, um, I'm going to touch on uh, our guests here, uh, Candice. Oh. Uh, sorry, <clears throat> touch on what they do. Thank you, uh, thank you. But I mean, also, <laughs> or touch on whichever. Uh, touch off, touch off. Um, Candice. Uh, anybody listening, where can where can they find you and see what uh the mysterious Candace is up to? Mysterious. I'm I'm kind of an open book. I'm not really uh mysterious. Um well I am on the Stasis Log podcast that we do every week. It's live, so if bombs are dropping, they're dropping here and there and everywhere. Um Oh, we have a lot of fun on there. We talk about a lot of B-Store stuff, news and toys and things coming out and comics. And we have guests once in a while. And uh, You can also find me on Facebook, Canned Ice Art. I've got my art crap on there. You can find me on Instagram at CannedIce.Santora. I'm on Twitter at CandiceSantora. You're probably getting a, a pattern here. Uh, I'm also on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, Candice Santora. But uh, the only videos I upload are the ones I have deemed primal parodies that I do with Gary Chalk. And I also have a Facebook page now for primal parodies. And that's where you can find that. So, ah, so I saw cool. that's probably you convince Gary Chalk to do an Irish accent for St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. And it was one of the best things I've ever seen. Oh, I'm so glad. I was so indecisive about doing that at all. I haven't had a chance to to watch that one yet, so I, I, think I, I think I might check it out after this episode's done. And um, Mr. Kelly Clark of Dork Tales fame. 
Uh, so if you uh, if you like storytelling at all or just uh, any type of stories or fiction, uh, you can go ahead and uh, follow me and the Dorktales team over at twitch.tv slash dorktales or on YouTube at youtube.com slash dorktales. Uh, we also have a podcast that's available through most places. I'm not sure if we're finally on uh, Apple Podcasts um, because that, I don't know, I, I've had a trouble setting it up with Apple for some reason. Uh, but if you use like anything else, like even Spotify, you can find us on Dorktales. And uh, yeah, uh, you can find me over on Twitter if you want to follow my account. That's real Kelly Clark and uh, Dork underscore Tales because if you can believe it, Dork Tales is already taken in like Twitter and that's like the only place. Um, boo. <laughs> boo, I know, right? Uh, but yeah, you should uh, check us Son out. We're a, a lot of fun. And uh, if you're ever looking to try out role playing games or anything, we're we're a good jumping off point. Besides, just um, pretty fun people. And I've even had uh, these two nerds on for uh, a fantastic uh, little charity episode a few a few weeks ago. It's it's true, listeners. Christopher and I played some D and D. I may have gone a little overboard and painted my face green. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I, I played a very. Um, a very proper and upper crust um, bard orc. <laughs> a bork. A bork, nice. if you will. And it, it, was, was, it was fun. It, it was actually that stream that prompted me to uh, to buy a new webcam. <laughs> my, video yeah, you, ter- my video is terrible in that. You look so crisp. Yeah. Right now? So crisp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I bought like a $200 webcam yesterday. Uh, oh, beautiful. <laughs> I actually, uh, uh, for the listeners, uh, some special, I was kind of wanting to maybe do it tonight, but it just didn't really work out. But for some special episodes of our podcast, this and our reboot podcast, Alphanumeric, uh, we might be switching to a video slash audio format uh, here and there. Uh, it's the thing we're going to experiment with in the, the coming weeks. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, if you want to support the show uh go to our website www.toomuchenergon.ca check out our facebook page facebook.com slash too much energon uh we also have a t public store where you can buy t-shirts which uh amazingly enough uh quite a few people have at this point uh go to tpublic.com slash two dash much dash energon and you can find t-shirts for this show as well as our other podcast which i just mentioned uh alphanumeric the reboot podcast uh, if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at uh, too much energon at outlook.com. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Christopher Siege, on Twitter at too much energon, or at lasercomb. And yeah, and I think on that note, um, it's we time are, for us to say goodnight. Yeah, we are running out of time here. So uh, I have been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I'm your other usual host, NeoCal. And, and a word, uh, a word yeah. from our guests. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kelly Clark, thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure uh, just going through these old episodes with you and having fun. And I'd love to do this in the future. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. And Candace, thank you for coming as well. Oh, thanks for inviting me back, guys. Always a pleasure. Always fun. Yeah, well, well, so we'll definitely much. have both. We'll, yeah, thank Thanks to both of you for being here. We'll definitely the it's a consider this an open invitation for uh, uh, either of you to come on the show again. Just uh, just hit hit either me or Cal up. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So uh, until next week, beast mode. Be
beast mode. <laughs> Dark tails are darker eyes. <laughs>